Welcome to the Double Chili Islanders podcast. I'm Peter Schwartz. You can download and subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. On Sunday, the third annual Northwell Health Alumni Classic took place at Northwell Health Ice Center on Long Island as the Islanders alumni took on the Rangers alumni. A sellout crowd was on hand, and all net proceeds benefit the Northwell Health Foundation. The Rangers alumni beat the Islanders alumni 6-4. to Before the game, several players were made available to the media. First up was former Islanders defenseman and current Islanders host and analyst for MSG Network's Thomas Hickey. He was asked about being part of Islanders Alumni Weekend. It's been great. You know, I was I was talking to a few people earlier. Um, you know, I think for both sides, the Rangers and the Islanders. But uh, in hockey, reputation's everything, and um, you know that sort of transcends from generations. And a good reputation goes a long way. And I know that. Uh, the tremendous job that our ownership does, the reputation is strong, and you never know when that's going to help you out, whether it's uh, this season or down the road or a prospect you're drafting or a free agent. You never know how that all plays into it. And uh, once an Islander, always an Islander. That's the motto. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be an alumni, and uh, and I'm excited for today. This is going to be fun. What did that ovation last night from the fans when they were introducing the 2010 guys mean to you? It, it means everything, really. We saw everyone that was in attendance, and uh, – I'm lucky in the sense that I've got interaction with the fans all the time, uh, just being on site so often. Um, it, that was special. I was more excited for the Josh Bailey ovation and the, and the Johnny Boychuk. And, uh, you know, our, our fans have a long memory. And even though, guys, it's just been a couple years, uh, whether it was guys from 70s, 80s, it doesn't matter, you know, that, uh, that New York Islanders fans don't remember, and, or sorry, they don't forget and they always care. When you look back in your Islanders career, what's the moment that stands out to you? Um, Moments, it's tough. You know, I, I think once you're done, you think about it as a whole. And uh, I know it's cliche, but every guy will tell you it's, it's the people you meet along the way, uh, not just the, the people that you work with, but the guys that, that you sort of grow up with. And, uh, you know, for, for me and for a lot of the guys, you know, you turn in from, from a young person into an adult and you get to do it around a certain amount of people. And uh, that stands out to me probably more than, than anything that happened on the ice. Regular season games, the fact that they're first going to meet each other for the first time in February. What would you tell the NHL schedule makers? You know, with the balanced schedule and the fact that you know they don't play each other hardly any. Yeah, I'd say way to build the anticipation. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be something else. And look, I, I wish it was spread out, but uh, I I can't even fathom how difficult it is to come up with a schedule. It would be great if it was. Uh, you know, opening night, New Year's Day, final game of the season, and one more other time in between. But I'm just happy that they're playing four times this year instead of three like last year. And what Without, was it playing in those games? Was there a difference in a regular season game when you played against the Rangers? Without question. Uh, no doubt you got up for it more, um, you know, especially at the old Coliseum or whether it's UBS or whether it's, uh, you know, at the Garden, it, it doesn't really matter. There's an extra special feeling and uh, more than just the two points that are at stake there's there's bragging rights and uh, you know even a couple of years we, we didn't have great seasons and if you beat the Rangers you'd come back and and get a few pats on the back and smiles and and a free meal here or there so it, it matters a lot. With how intense the rivalry is and the fact that there are still some younger alumni now this year playing this 
you almost have to hold back a little bit and be like, okay, we don't need to go full speed. We don't need to try to slam someone into the boards because it's all for charity. Yeah, I'm a big proponent for slow speed today. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I haven't skated since uh, since my career ended, so slow speed would be fine with me. But you know, it's it's hockey and it's in the nature, guys. And I think if uh, if it's a tight game with about five minutes to go, I think you'll see the the pace pick up. But no doubt, we're we're out here for a cause, and that's uh, you know. The, pooling everything we get together and giving it to a good cause. So, um, you know, results come second. At the same time, it's Rangers Islanders. So uh, you, you want to win. So how, was, how special was the, the overtime goal against Florida in the playoffs? Because there were so many different layers that went on through that game that night with the video review and all that, and you wind up winning the game in overtime. Yeah, you know, to, to Stefan's question, that, you know, for a moment for me, uh, hockey-wise, that's right up there for me. And, um, you know, at the time, it was the Barclays Center. It was the first playoff win that, that we had as a, as a franchise there and um, a moment that, that I'll never forget. And, you know, sometimes I, I see it and I get goosebumps, I get chills, and uh, just, you know, a, a whirlwind of emotion. I remember the next day, it's like you're um, – you, you still feel out of your body, and I think I got so many pats in the head, and the adrenaline rush, like a headache that that went on and on, and uh, that's the best time of hockey. Uh, sorry, best time of year to ever play hockey is playoff time, um, and you know, just just happy to contribute to moments. And that was our first series win in, in a really long time, so it was overdue and uh, something I'll never forget. Next up was former Islander center Pierre Turgeon. I asked him about scoring his 50th goal of the 1992-93 season, an overtime goal to beat the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. That's pretty cool. It's, it's, you know what? That's you know, it's one of those things that happened. It was a forward check, and I barely hit the puck, and he just. You know, it went in the net very slowly. But, uh, yeah, they're great, great memories, you know, and, and happens. it did happen once in my life, and, and uh, especially against the Rangers. That's not a bad thing. It's pretty cool for sure. Yeah. How special is it to connect with Islanders from different generations this weekend? How, was, How special is it to connect with Islanders from generations from different generations? It's fun, you know. I mean, the old guys, Denny Padvain, we, we did trots with Patty, you know, and it's fun because I got traded with Patty, against Patty, and, and uh, we had a chance to really talk, and, and it was great for both of our career. Uh, he's done an incredible career. I love the person. I think he's an incredible person. And uh, it's fun to see today that we're able just to chat and, and spend some time together. And uh, one of the guys I like a lot, Patty's for sure. But it's all, all the guys. It's, you know, it's always fun to come back and chat about the story here and there. So it's pretty cool. Those of us that have been around the Islander Ranger rivalry kind of maybe selfishly say it's one of the best rivalries in all sports. You also had the opportunity to play Montreal-Toronto. Yeah. Which of the two? Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, it's a good question. I don't know if you could compare, though. I mean, I used to play. I mean, Montreal is Montreal. I mean, here it's here. I mean, it's, it's so I heard 1940 for a lot of years. Then we stopped, you know. But, you know, it's, 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 there's something very unique here, too, also. And uh, by playing for, for the Montreal Canadian, for me as a kid, you know, growing up there and watching that, was uh, it was a privilege to also to be a part of the Montreal Canadian. And uh, so it was, you know, great memories. I was only there, for, not even for two years, you know, short, uh, but I enjoyed that time too. You know, what was it like getting to drop the puck yesterday and then having all the fans kind of acknowledge your Hall of Fame? It's season? cool, you know. I mean, it's just like I said, it's always nice coming back here. I love coming back and see the, you know, the Islanders family and uh, and just being part and, and being out there with Patty and and Trotz mm -hmm. and and Pud I mean, these guys are just, you know. It's unbelievable, you know. You know, I'm, you know, I could say I'm a part with, you know, the Hall of Fame part of with with them, and and uh, it's kind of a very cool to have that crowd, uh, you know, 
hearing that crowd and feeling that crowd when you're on the ice. So it's, it's a great experience for sure. Yeah. We were talking to Thomas Hickey earlier. Like we were talking about some of the newer alumni, like they acknowledged in the 2010s last night. Are there any like new alumni that you've met, and particularly from recent years? Which ones have you well, connected with the most? No, I mean, I mean, I played with Benny. I got traded with Benoit Hove, so he's probably the guy that I talked to about Patty. You know. Uh, and uh, there's always different guys here and there. So um, the biggest thing at all this weekend is when you reconnect, you just a story left and right, and and uh, and that's the fun part too. And you just reconnect, even if you didn't play with them, or you know they were before us or after us. Uh, we just we just love getting together and, and chatting. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Are there any players? either on the Isle side or the Rangers side here today that you're looking forward to either playing with or against? Matteau, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steph Matteau, I grew up with him. You know, a lot of people don't know, but Stefan Matteau was, uh, uh, the inside story is this, is my, my mom and his mom, was preg they were pregnant at the hospital at the same time, so we're five days different, me and Stefan. So we grew up together. We played baseball together, we played hockey together, and we had a chance to play in St. Louis uh, on the same team, and he was my roommate. So uh, it's pretty cool, you know, to have that. So, yes, that's one of the guys I like to play against. And hopefully I could pick his pocket a little Who bit. Who is the better baseball player? Uh, we're both. I'm not going to go there. No, no, yeah, yeah. He's a great baseball player. So he was, yeah, it was fun. Well, we did Little League World Series together. That's pretty cool, you know. So I mean, we we Rouen uh, Aranda, which is a small town of northern of, of Montreal, and representing Canada to go to go uh, in Williamsport. That's pretty awesome. You did, know? You, did you almost pick baseball over hockey, or was it always hockey is a passion? Hockey? There's no doubt. It's even today. There's no doubt. I love going on the ice. I still skate twice a week, and uh, I was blessed to do something I love for many years. I still love it. Other former Islanders in the game included Matt Molson, Benoit Hogue, Radek Martinek, and former Islanders captain Mark Streit. Among the former Rangers was former Blue Shirts goalie Henrik Lundqvist and former captain Adam Graves. I asked Graves about the Islanders and Rangers coming together for a great cause. Well, for me, I think it just speaks to uh, the, the character of hockey in our community and uh, the closeness. Uh, as you heard Pierre talk about, you know, him and Steph growing up and and the friendships and uh, and the respect that you have each other for each other and certainly in retirement you spend so much time in the community together and uh, whether it's Benoit Hogue at our 24-hour to Patty Lafontaine who I played with and against uh, to Pierre uh, who I've ad admired for a long time but the names go on and on uh, but I think it's just that underlying uh, respect and an opportunity to play a game that uh, we all love to play regardless of your your age or whether you're playing the National Hockey League still or not so when you're playing a game like that, you see the various names from different generations. It's almost like when you're playing a video game and you get the opportunity to play with guys that you've never fathomed. Like, what's it going to be like for you skating in front of Henry Columbus today? The only difference is in a video game, I'm actually the same speed as them. <laughs> <laughs> so i got to caveat that a little bit because I know my son plays. He's like, Dad, you're actually, you know, you can skate with these guys. I said, not a chance. And, and it was a, a different game. And, and I will tell you, you know, even being at uh, Ranger practice the other day at the training center, it's remarkable how skilled and how fast, and uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, uh, how aware they are on the ice and, and the way they're trained now. But f for me, it comes down to personalities and and playing with guys from different generations. And Hank, in particular, uh, getting to know him. I obviously knew him throughout his career and spent a little bit of time with him. But certainly post career, I've gotten to know him a lot better. And just for me, it's just about his character and his, his family and his girls and, and just what a special guy he is and with his foundation and all the great things that uh, he does. 
uh, but also how competitive he is. And, and I was fortunate enough to be at uh, the induction at the Hockey Hall of Fame. I played in uh, the, the, the game, uh, and certainly I know that I missed my man a couple of times, and Hank saved me. So, And I had never had that opportunity before, but even joking around with Pierre playing against him, and he was speaking of hooking him because I was behind the net hooking him because he was all over the ice that day. Uh, but, uh, again, that's the great part, uh, whether it's Gresh, our coach, or Nigel Dawes coming in and Prusty, uh, guys that I watched at, at the Garden to Wolski, and they, they can still play and play at a high level. And I think in games like this, they'll, they'll dial it back just to us old guys that have been retired for a couple decades, uh, don't look too bad. And when uh, you dump it in, it's like, oh, that's an old game. So anyhow, it's, <laughs> what, it's a lot of fun. What was it like to play in this rivalry? I mean, there were so many great moments back and forth, the fans chanting that are in each other's building. What was that whole atmosphere like when you played these games? Well, I've often said, and I will speak to, to you know the tri-state area when you have uh, the Rangers, the Islanders, and the Devils, and they all have excellent teams, which they do now. It just makes for great hockey. And you think of USA Hockey and the growth of hockey, New York and the tri-state area, and, and uh, sorry, in New Jersey as well. The game is growing faster than maybe anywhere in North America. And, and I think it's that excitement. It's, a, you know, all of our industry growth fund, you know, the, the, the growth of the game with our, in particular with the Rangers. We have the, the Junior Rangers program. And you see how many kids have sticks in their hands. And you see kids like, not, he's not a kid anymore, but uh, Adam Fox grew up in Long Island, you know. And, and he, as a kid, enjoyed that rivalry of uh, the Rangers and the Islanders. And yes, it was a different game back then, but the game is the game. And, and, and for me, um, the, I think both teams brought out the best in, in each other, and it was no different uh, with the Devils. Some of the best hockey was when they went head-to-head -head because of that, you know, obviously location is a big part of it and the number of games that you played. And back then you played, I think when we played the Devils in, in 94, we had played an exhibition a couple games, six games during the regular season. Now they're set, like you're up close to 15 games in the season, so the rivals, rivalries were quite intense. But again, that journey brought respect. And uh, I think in an event like this, you, uh, you recognize it more, maybe because you're older and you try to take things in a little bit more. Uh, but it, it brings back a smile. And, and I will say the first year we, we had this, uh, because, you know, Ranger and Islander fans, this, the, an opportunity like this brings all the generations together, where you can have kids that wouldn't obviously have seen me play and even some of the great, great, greats like Trotz, who was here a couple of years ago. But I, I can remember seeing him because I've done so many events with him and got to know him. He's such a, a remarkable man. And I just gave him a hug to say hello. And everyone was like, wait a second, Ranger Adam. He's just, you know, but, <laughs> but it's that underlying respect and friendship. And, and that's the neat part. And for the families that, that come in Northwell, obviously, is, is such a leader in our community. And this initiative for youth and uh, child and youth uh, mental health and, and their uh, foundation is just terrific, but uh, for, for me, it, it's just getting all those different generations of fans. There's something for everyone because we have guys from all the different decades, and, and we have to keep it young because it keeps the, uh, the, the level up and the skill level up. Thanks to Thomas Hickey, Pierre Turgeon, and Adam Graves for taking some time before the Alumni Classic to speak with members of the media. That's it for this edition of the Double Chili Islanders podcast. I'm Peter Schwartz. I'll catch you again next time.